Welcome to the With Ross podcast. As promised, this episode is going to be about the city of Austin, Texas. I'm going to just talk about how it came to be named Austin, a little bit about the history, location, population, and just some some things that make Austin unique. So without further ado, Austin, Texas was originally called Waterloo. It was renamed to Austin in the late 1830s after Stephen F. Austin, who's known as the father of Texas. The reason he's called the father of Texas is he was the leader behind bringing groups of settlers to Texas from the U.S. in 1825, before, of course, Texas was a state. He helped settle some 300 families in the area, in the Texas region. And so to get into a little bit of the the history of the city of Austin, um, like the rest of Texas, six flags have flown over Austin. It was under French control from 1684 to 1689 from it was under Spain Spanish control from 1690 to 1821 Mexico from 1821 to 1836 it was independent the Republic of Texas some people say still say it's the Republic of Texas from 1836 to 1845 at which point it became a state on December 29th 1845, and then just a few years after that, it seceded to the Confederacy in 1861, and of course, became a U.S. state again in 1865. Prior to all of that, there were several Native American tribes that inhabited the area, um, Some usually on a nomadic basis, you know, a tribe would pass through, um, and, and some of the, the main tribes that did that were the Tanawanda, the Lipan Apaches and the Comanches. I'm actually reading a really interesting book right now about the Comanches called Empire of the Summer Moon. I highly recommend it. It's a uh, history of this area a few hundred years ago, and I will report back with more soon on that. As for the location of Austin, it's pretty much smack dab in the middle of Texas. It's 150 miles northwest of Houston. 180 miles south of Dallas, and 75 miles northeast of San Antonio. It's actually the most southern state capital of the 48 contiguous states. It's the largest state capital in the, like, physically the the building is the largest of all these state capitals. Um, only the U.S. capital is larger in D.C., The elevation of the city ranges from 425 feet to 1,000 feet, roughly 1,000 feet above sea level. The Colorado River splits the city, uh, the northern half of the city and the southern half. And the Colorado River runs from south of Lubbock in the northeast of Texas all the way to the southeast um, and empties into the Gulf of Mexico near Bay City, Texas. Along the Colorado River... And within the city limits of Austin, there are three artificial lakes. So there's Lady Bird Lake, Lake Austin, and Lake Walter E. Long. And the whole city lies in the transition zone between the, the dry desert of the southwest and the more humid green southeast. And it's split right down the middle, north to south, by the Balcones Fault. So on the east side of the city, you have the, the flat terrain with clay and loam soils 
And then on the western part of the city, you have rolling hills and more of the lush green vegetation of the American South. The winters here are mild, average high of 61 degrees Fahrenheit on the coldest month of the year, which is January. The summers are hot. The temperatures go above 90 degrees on average 116 days out of the year. And we get about 300 days of sun per year here, which is fantastic. <laughs> it was a big motivation for me moving here. The population as of the recent 2020 census sat just under a million at 961,000 people for the city proper, which is 20% higher than the 790,000 recorded 10 years earlier in 2010. And that makes it the 11th biggest city in the US and the second most popular, second most populous state capital behind Phoenix. The whole Austin Round Rock metro area has 2.3 million as of 2020. And this is staggering, which is an 84% increase since the year 2000. So this area has really um, blown up population-wise in just the last 21 years. Notable people, and actually I'm just going to talk about one notable person, which is First Lady Claudia Johnson, a.k.a. Lady Bird Johnson, is an alumnus of UT. UT, of course, is here in Austin. Um, and on August 1st, 1934, she was introduced to a 26-year-old congressman by the name of Lyndon Baines Johnson. And on their very first date, he proposed and they subsequently got married. That's a story for another time. I'll tell that uh, in a history episode or notable persons episode. But uh, the aforementioned Ladybird Lake is named in her honor. I was actually just there this morning paddling around in a kayak. Beautiful lake, right, with great views of the downtown skyline and really beautiful area. Nice park. Um, but besides that, the mark of the Johnsons are all over this city. There's, you know, all sorts of things are named Johnson. There's the LBJ Presidential Library, which is on the UT campus. And... Uh, Lady Bird is famous for having planted these blue bonnet flowers all over the city. And when those blossom in the springtime, that's a big uh, tourist draw and a very typical Austin site. Some of the nicknames of Austin. So Austin's known as the Silicon Hills due to the large presence of tech companies. You know, there's big Apple presence, Samsung, Facebook, Tesla. Tesla's building a gigafactory out towards the airport in the uh, south east part of the city, and countless others. Austin is the headquarters and birthplace of Dell Computers, Whole Foods, Alamo Drafthouse, Yeti Coolers, and the Keller Williams Real Estate Company, among countless others, but those are the biggest ones and the ones that I had personally heard of. There's over 2,000 food trucks within the city limits, and there's a saying that you see all over town that is, keep Austin weird. And an example of this, of how weird the city is, is the runner-up in the mayoral election for 2003 was a homeless cross-dresser, ran for mayor, got second place. There's a museum within the city limits called the Cathedral of Junk, which is just a big museum built out of trash and old stuff that a guy started building in 1988. Um, and 
if I'm being honest, it's could also call it the average American's garage. But anyways, Austin's also called the live music capital of the world due to the huge number of music venues and shows, festivals that are happening all around town. And Austin's been referred to as a blueberry in the tomato soup, a reference to the fact that this the town is pretty liberal. It's pretty, uh, tends to swing democratic, while the rest of the state of Texas is famously very Republican and conservative. So anyways, that is Austin in a nutshell. I hope you learned something. I certainly did researching this. And I'm going to be back in future weeks with more detailed ones about the economy, about the history, about the culture, about trends. And yeah, I hope uh, this is as interesting to you as it is to me. Thank you for listening.